Hi guys, I want to welcome you to today's episode of Spilling the Tea with Sabrina. I'm so ready to kick off today's episode. So grab your coffee, your water, your actual tea, White Claw, or my personal favorite, Loverboy. Whatever your drink of preference is, make sure you grab it because we are going to start spilling the tea right now. Or are we going to start spilling the tea right now? (laughs) Just kidding. Hi, guys. Welcome back to this week's episode of Spilling Tea with Sabrina. I want to, first off, I thought that I was going to not launch an episode this week, but I wanted to just let you guys know that I decided otherwise. This week, we are, today, we're going to be spilling the tea about this summer's, uh, wow, this season's summer house, specifically the part two reunion and this season in general. So... Guys, I have a bravo hangover, okay? I feel, like, distraught. I feel really sad for some reason. I feel like all my favorite shows are coming to an end, especially because the reunions are being launched and whatnot. But between the Summer House reunion and the season wrapping up being done, and then New York, uh, New Jersey Housewives reunion, that's you know, we have one more part for that. And then, of course, Random Point Reunion. Like, this week has really just thrown me for, like, an emotional whirlwind. And I just can't. There's just so much that's just, like, going on right now. So, yeah, just bear with me. I do have a Bravo hangover for all of the Bravo fans out there. I can't be the only one, right? Right, guys? Like, somebody else. Like, somebody else, please raise your hand. Can't be the only one present in the classroom somebody else has to be there right it can't be the only one that's team project right now but maybe i'm the only one but if you also have a bravo hangover i feel you i get it we're on this together as i always say it's a team effort oh my gosh oh my god oh my god about it okay so before we dive in i i i have to i have to spill a tea about what i have just heard in the news i cannot believe that they almost forgot about this this is like honestly to me the hottest news since sliced bread okay and i was not born when sliced bread was invented so this is the best thing that's coming in my way my dreams and my prayers have been answered maddie haley and taylor swift no longer moving on to the next um i for one was very happy when this news came out i actually laughed out loud when i saw it i laughed out loud and i was at work and I'm sure the people that are around me, because I have my own office, but I'm sure the people around me thought that I was actually probably insane, because I'm laughing to myself about people that don't even know that I exist, really. But anyway, so like eight weeks later, they broke up, they break up, rather, done, on to the next. I called it, totally called it. This is why I called, this is why I talked about it prior, because I knew that it would not last. I knew that it would not last anything last eight weeks. That's, hmm. Is that the longest relationship Telestuff has ever been in? We don't know. But I can tell you this, that I'm glad it's over. And now there's actually, there's a chance for me. So we'll keep trying, you know, we'll keep going with that. <clears throat> but we're going to move on to the next thing about why we're really here for the Summer House Season 7 reunion and the season in general, really. I mean, there is just so much going on this season that there so much explosiveness and a lot of friendships were destroyed well not a lot of friendships just one in particular but before we dive in on those uh, friendships that were expelled i just want to say some some couple things so honestly i thought that this season was going to be died out 
I didn't think that they were going to really be like around after this season. I thought that some people need to be like phased out. And also the fact that um, I guess Bravo has this new show called Summer House Martha's Vineyard. I don't know about this shit, but um, I guess there's another group of friends that they're trying to get involved out there. I'm not really sure. Will I be watching it? Probably not. Probably not. I don't really have um, the will or the want to. You know, my time is very precious to me. So for me to watch Summer House Martha's Vineyard, I think the only reason why I think we'd have to have another pandemic because that was probably the only time I was able to catch up on a lot of Bravo shows. You know, we had a lot of time on our hands. I wasn't really, I was not that person to be making like banana bread. No, what did I do? Catch up on the tea, get that drama, get that shit going, you know, stir it right up. Anyway, so been watching it since, you know, whatever. But anyway, so I will not be watching this Martha's Vineyard. I would rather watch Vanderpump Rules seasons all over again before I watch this Martha's Vineyard bullshit. Don't even get me started. I mean, you guys know I have a Bravo hangover, but don't even get me started about... <sighs> I gotta take a deep breath about that one. Part three reunion of Vanderpump Rules, guys. We're gonna go down the rabbit hole, but I'm not even gonna spill the tea because there's going to be another episode after this one. Spoiler alert! Doing two for two. Um, uh, That will be launched, but I will be watching the Peacock version because there's an uncensored version of, not the Peacock version. Come on, get your word. Get your words right, Sabrina. I will be watching the part three uncensored version on Peacock. So if you guys have access to Peacock, definitely definitely get it. I do watch it on Bravo when it gets launched. You know, every Wednesday. Well, I guess not now anymore, but when it was, I would watch it every Wednesday. Censored, you know, beeping a lot of things that you can't really you have to like assume by lip reading essentially what's going on or what f-bombs or you know whatever words are being thrown around you have to assume with the censored but once you get that uncensored oh man unhinged all bets are off like you get raw it's raw and i'm gonna be watching it raw after this so there definitely will be an episode an episode coming your way after this so Make sure that you also log in. I don't know how you guys watch or listen to these episodes. Um, whatever. Just make sure you get those earbuds in. Tune in. If you're driving to work, maybe you're getting ready for the morning. Whatever. Just tune in for this episode for sure. Obviously, obviously you're here right now. If you wouldn't be tuning in. Make sure that you listen to my Vanderpump one. Because there's going to be a lot of information that I was mind-blown about. But we are not going down the rabbit hole. We are here for Season 7, Summer House. So, let's get right into it, okay, guys? Okay, so obviously, if you watched the part one episode of this reunion, so I'm not going to do a recap because, like, they just go right into it. Um, So, basically, this reunion is all about the Tracy Migos getting lingered into it, which is Carl, Lindsay, and Danielle. And then you have Carl, Lindsay getting engaged, which is more to- topic than this Maya and Oliver's relationship. Then you have Kyle's comment about Carl's past and his addiction. And then we have this tea being spilled about this new couple, Corey and Sam. Although Corey was from Winterhouse. So if you watch that show, you would know that that's where he's from. So anyway, so we're spilling the tea about all of it. So first, I want to spill the tea about 
a heavy conversation. I want to get that out of the way right now before we get into the hot and hot and heavy, hot and heavy tea, you know, get that hot and heavy tea spilled. Make sure you got, you know, uh, anyway. Um, so the comment about, I guess, cause addiction. So there's just a scene in the beginning of the season from the beginning of the summer where Carl pretty much wants to get out of Loverboy. He doesn't feel respected or appreciated out of from Kyle or from the business or however he's feeling. So there's a point where Kyle decides to make a comment at dinner and you know Andy obviously he is touching back on all deep conversations and touchy subjects that happen throughout the season. So he asks about, you know, there's a skit or a little little skip it, little uh, picture frame about Kyle ranging at dinner about how Carl used to act a certain way. He would show up to work not sober. You know, he forgot his laptop one day because he was under the influence. Pretty much just like going into Carl when he's not even there to defend himself about his sobriety in public first off that's just I can understand Carl's frustration but at the same time like you could just you, you, for somebody who is an addict you just can't bring up their struggles because they're struggling with this every single day so for Kyle to have made that you know the fact that Carl used to act that way and as fans we've watched him struggle you know and we've realized over time that excuse me Carl's addiction was essentially larger than him and it got to a point where you know Kyle had to step in so for someone who's an addict again like they're struggling to stay sober on a daily basis so for Kyle to just make that comment so nonchalantly in public like not really understanding the severity of the comment to somebody who's trying to stay and be clean every single day it was really really hard to watch so that obviously got brought up because Andy just brings up again all the hot and heavy stuff so it just was not okay so of course Carl starts to open up more about that comment and he talks about more about his brother who also had struggled with addiction and unfortunately he lost his battle and passed away from it. So for Kyle, Carl to have to watch that and then also live it, it also wasn't a turnaround for him because he realized, okay, fine, like my brother's going through all of this, like I can't keep doing it as well. So as a Summer House fan and watching Carl grow through his addiction, the situations that he was in and how he would show up really pretty much fucked up like if you go back and watch a lot of past seasons like it's really sad like you know that he's struggling he knows that he's struggling people around him know that that he's struggling but at the same time for somebody who's an addict if you're not willing to take that first step and say okay I have a and I have a problem I need to get help then anybody around you that's trying to help you that wants to help you they're kind of dancing around the topic but aside from that so we've seen a lot and it was just really nice to see Carl in his raw moment um long story short you know Carl and and Kyle have been friends for 10 maybe I want to say 10 plus years they basically both got lover boy with Amanda's help where it is today Carl has backed out because again he didn't he felt a certain way about working there and working under 
with Kyle, with Kyle, not at the same time, like they've been best friends. So I feel like working with someone like Carl was Kyle's officiant at their wedding. Oh my God. Okay. Flashback. So they had a COVID wedding and they had a real wedding. So Carl was officiant at both. Okay. So let's just start with that. So anyway, and this is how it all started because Lindsay and Carl confessed their love at Kyle and Amanda's wedding. So it's just like this whole thing. They've been friends for so long. And again, it's just really also nice because they were able to hug it out. They were able to put that negative comment and that negative situation and put it aside. And again, I don't know, you know, clearly, whatever. So it was just super nice to see them hug it out and Kyle to apologize and realize like, you know, you, you were completely in the wrong for saying that completely in the wrong. So I'm glad that we got that negativity. Well, I mean, this is all negative pretty much, but that was a really heavy conversation that I wanted to get out of the way because now buckle up, buckle up my fellow tea spillers. We are in for a red. Okay. We're going to still spill the tea with the, the new couple that I have never seen coming. Never would have seen this coming. Corey and Sam. Based off of their pictures, they remind me of like, who's that couple? Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox. Is that her name? Because they're just very like death to us part. Like their pictures are like licking each other's tongues. Just really inappropriate. Like I, I, I think it's strange. Whatever. If it works, I'm works. That makes them happy. Makes them happy. But I don't know why. I think it's because of that. That just reminds me of it. But also from like their pictures that they post on Instagram little snippets, little snips from the reunion in the show, it's just a lot. But also super, super cute because if you watch Winter House, Corey is like hooking up with uh, uh I can't even think of her name right now. Jessica, I think her name was Jess. Jess, yeah, yeah, Jess. Wow, that just came to me like real quick. I'm proud of myself. Usually I have a bad memory, guys. That was good. Alright, pat yourself on the back, Sprina. Pat yourself on the back. Okay, anyway, so Jess, they were like hooking up June whatever in Vermont and then Andy obviously because Andy is Andy Andy Cohen here you know he's got all whatever he can ask he can do it on you know he he can ask any question that he wants to ask so he asks so what is different with Sam than it was with Jess and Corey goes well I like Sam ouch I hope Jess was not watching that because that's I would be throwing things at the TV anyway um, so also he sends her, apparently he, Corey was like, Sam, I have a whole photo album of, of us, I guess from the summer or them being together. So Sam was like, send me the photos. Like I want to see them. And he goes, no, I'm going to send you one photo in that album every day that we're not together. And to this day, Sam says in the, in the reunion that, Every day that they're not together, he sends her a photo of them being, you know, together where, wherever it was. And honestly, that's that's pretty freaking cute. All right. The guys out there that might be want to be dating me, take notes, take take notes, get your post-its, get your, note, your notes out of your phone, whatever you do to take notes. Remember this because that's freaking cute. OK, that's all I have to say. All right, we'll give it to him. We'll give it to him, all right? <clears throat> Otherwise, this is a relationship that is totally left field. I would have never expected this, and I don't think anybody else would have expected this, but what I think is is that we should probably have Corey on Summer House permanently. Permanently. Let's bring him on. 
let's start phrasing out characters. So let's just make a list. And I hope it's these people that uh, don't don't hate me, but you got to be removed. So let's start phasing out characters. So Paige Sierra, gotta go. Like I love Giggly Squad, huge fan, but like the. J- j- mm, you're not bringing spice there's no tea i can't see it it's done move on to the next Lindsay and call you're like you're you're married pretty much apparently um according to the last episode of the fight in the kitchen which we will get to later Lindsay says that uh her husband so danielle says oh you're already married so pretty much Lindsay and call done maya i you know you're not bringing you're the same as Paige and Sierra like Paige used to bring so much freaking juiciness to this but I just feel like and she's right she's right as you get older you know it's scary whatever it is but I feel like you guys you guys five you have to start phasing out I love you all you've helped out tremendously when I say you Paige Lindsay Carl has helped bring the season or the show where it is but everyone else we just i'm sorry we just can we take an anonymous vote anonymous vote anyone anyone um they gotta be removed right survival survival of the fittest but i wouldn't survive because i mean i'm fit but not the fittest if you will i could outrun them zombies but anyway also this season had like three guys versus seven girls i don't know about you guys but like that's a weird ratio okay like three guys mind you kyle was married carl was getting engaged and chris was like the newbie so also no offense to chris but like if you're a newbie like wouldn't you be having like girls over like every single weekend like you're in the freaking hamptons dude like get them over get them for the party i'm sure they have cute friends like I'm just confused by your decisions of what you're doing with your summer plans. But anyway, so basically it was Chris by himself. Luke popped in every now and then, but like he's not really part of Summer House. Although he should come back though, because he was part of Summer House. Maybe he's just too busy. Anyway, moving on to the next. Moving on to the next. So, um, Maya and Oliver, I don't know if you guys are really like ready for this, but apparently, apparently... There was a scene towards the end of the season where I guess Maya gets a text message or a DM saying like, oh, you and Oliver together, blah, 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 blah. Like she feels a certain way as any girl would. Because I feel like if you get a message like that, asking if like you and your boyfriend are together or exclusive, I just feel like it's probably going to send some red flags. A couple red flags going in the wind, not white ones, red ones waving left and white left and right rather anyway they're waving out there those red flags but um apparently she got this message and then apparently at the reunion she spills it because he's like okay what do we know like you were obsessed with him at the beginning of the summer left and like da 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 so she goes apparently this this oliver man and i feel bad because one of my plans seems of oliver but i call him all I call him Ollie. So, like, his name is really not Oliver. But, like, anyway, so, like, I probably should have named him something different. Had we have known that this Oliver creature would be making our way into the season, I would have known. But my defense, Oliver, my Ollie was born before this Oliver. So, anyway, anyway, this guy decides that he wants to cheat on Maya with, like, 11 other women. Yes, I said 11. Count it. 
one and a one. That's a lot of, that's a lot. Okay. Like that's not okay on any level. First off, that's not okay. I don't know or regardless if you like her or not, like that's just not okay. Like, and I mean like regardless if us females or other fans or other males or other people that are watching like Maya, like that's not okay on any level. Like that's not okay. Also, somebody needs to remind Maya that you're on a reality TV show and you asking somebody to cover up their mic that's just like I feel that's like in your contract like that just you're oh you know like you're going against against like contract you've written something you know like it where's HR we need HR like whoa like where's your supervisor like is this a write-up I'm just asking just corporate America coming at me right now but like seriously like you're in a reality tv show and you're covering up your mic like that's your job if I just told my supervisor oh, by the way I'm not gonna um I'm not going to bail out for this this week because I just like, uh, I don't really feel like it. I probably would be fired or written up. I don't know. Or had a conversation. Something would have taken place. So where are these producers when they're like, oh, Maya, by the way, <laughs> you signed up for this. So you probably shouldn't cover up your mic. But anyway, so moving on to that. So Andy, of course, you know, stepping in with Andy character. No, I'm just kidding. Andy Cohen's great. So Andy then asks her about her love life currently. And she states that she's dating Sierra non-exclusively, which is a joke, obviously. Like, they have another podcast together. Will I be listening? Probably not. Probably not. Uh, after watching them on this season, I know they really didn't really, I didn't really find anything, like, entertaining about them. So for me to, like, log in for, like, a 20-minute to 45-minute, you know, podcast, I, there's, I would rather turn on, you go to the link. I would rather turn on anything else. I would rather hear the people next to me blast their music than me turn on that podcast. And that sounds horrible. And I don't want this podcast to be negative, but I'm just stating how I feel. So anyways, so apparently Chris, who is another cast member, decides to slide in her DMs. I guess that's what guys do these days. You slide in DMs. So it's slide into mine because I will block that shit left and right. Anyway, no, maybe not. Anyway, but no, I won't. Just don't do that. So apparently slides right into her DMs, asks if she wants to get pancakes. Hey, hey, yo, Chris. So here's the thing. Um, I'm having another flashback. Pretty sure Carl asked Paige she get pancakes like when they were making out in the pantry like seasons back when like Hannah was on the show like seasons seasons back like way back way back way back when around like BC like before Christ or before children whoever you want to look at it anyway so before that way back then I'm pretty sure that patient car went out for like pancakes like a pancake state personally you guys know how I feel I want those waffles. So if you're going to ask me on a, on a breakfast date, make sure there's waffles involved. But anyway, we're going to switch gears. We're going to pull an Andy, switch, switch some gears. Don't know which gears are being switched, but they will be switched. So again, get those, get those seatbelts fastened real quick, real quick. All right. Anyway, so uh, moving on. Okay. So some real sad stuff and I probably should have brought this up before, but Robert and Danielle, they've also decided to call it quits. Um, ironically, or I don't, Robert and Danielle, they started dating on my birthday. So if you 
know the day that they started dating. You know, my birthday. So I'm spilling a lot of tea right now. Huh. So why we call it spilling the tea with Spina, right, guys? Right, anyway, so um, they are no longer together. Robert is a chef, which is great because, like, he makes a lot of good meals, it looks like. But, of course, Andy, he's got to ask, right? Because he sees it in the tabloids. He sees it on the Instagram. He sees it everywhere. Like, what's going on? Like, what? Why? What happened? Like, can you explain to us what happened between you and Robert? So after she explains that, you know, they had an apartment together, they were living together in Brooklyn, and I followed Danielle on Instagram, and her apartment's really beautiful. Like, she's, I, I would want to be her neighbor, and I would want to hang out with her. And honestly, I never would have thought this, but she also has um, answered my personal Instagram on on Instagram, my personal account. Yes, me, huh? Yes, little old me. Anyway, so yeah. Um, basically, he wanted to say in in Aspen because I think I think that that's where he was working out of. Wanted to say in Aspen and not work on the relationship, and she wanted to work on the relationship you know regardless of whatever state was in but they decided that between the distance and all that that it was just like better for them to like break up so andy then turns to Lindsay and, and asks her if she was surprised or shocked by the breakup Lindsay's response is mm, yes and no because she always thought that they work out their problems, which is factual, right? Like, Robert and Danielle are very mature people. Like, yes, at the end of the day, I think that they have a lot of respect for each other. And no matter what happens, like, they're, you know, they might have each other's backs. That's what I would like to perceive based on the information that I've gathered from watching them interact on the show. But Lindsay says yes or no. I, that, that, that's surprising to me because of the fact that well um you really weren't around for like any of Danielle's problems in her relationship because you're so far uh, up in your relationship with Carl that you would have never known that there were problems you know I almost feel like Danielle's a very she doesn't want to tell a lot of people her problems like she wants to get through them on her own and like not expose things that might be bad which is fine like I feel like I'm the same way like not everything can be like great like green grass like rainbow sunshine whatever but like you also don't want to tell people that like things are bad because like things aren't always bad you could be having a bad situation like right now you know me for a month or not a month but like a, a couple of weeks but like after that like things could smooth over so I feel like she might not have wanted to expose all that but like still like Lindsay you would have not known what was going on being her friend being her friend like this doesn't just like come out of the blue I feel like something like this has to like be like worked up about like I feel like people just like don't break up randomly like there has to be certain situations or conversations prior and I feel like Danielle could have not 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 seen this coming or not thought this certain way but like at the same time like I just feel like Lindsay should have been there for her more. Shoot me if I'm wrong. Sue me. Please don't. But that's how I feel. That's how I feel. So, again, Andy then asks, because he keeps needing to, like, drop these, like, little 
bombs bombs on the water make them blow up so he goes um so he asks them if anybody had or she asks he anyway so oh my god i just had like a raquel moment and i'm not going into that because again like that's rabbit hole but that's next episode but um andy asks the group of castmates which is everyone there who texted danielle once the news actually broke out that her and robert were done and danielle goes everybody texted me so that means like sam Corey, chris gabby new people amanda kyle Paige, maya sierra all texted her maybe even andy we don't know but he's like a negotiator so he we he's like we can't really like he's we can't include his vote so everyone besides Lindsay and carl texted her what is so mind-blowing is the fact that like Lindsay and carl and danielle have been tracing me goes so this is what brings me up to the biggest issue that we have had all freaking season and all the reunions is the core issue of the Trace Amigos. Olay, 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 olay. You know, Trace Amigos, it's, it's Carl, Lindsay, and Danielle. You know, like they've been together since square one, and it's just really sad to watch all this go down for this entire season. So I'm just going to take a break real quick. Um, catch my breath. We'll be right back. All right, thanks, guys. Sorry about that. I just really need to, like, catch my breath because it's just me. One man show, you know? So it's just me talking about myself. So, okay. We're going to wrap up the episode with this big, big issue, problem, relationship issue that's going on between the Trees and Mingos. So, also, I don't even know how I said OLA because, like, that's, uh, anyway, okay, so... Carl Lindsay, they get engaged um, towards the end of the summer, um, which is kind of cute. You know, they've been they've been friends for so long. They've been best friends, you know, for like seven years. So, but also Danielle has been best friends with them for that amount of time as well. So, let's just keep that in mind. Keep that in mind. Um, so. You know, this, again, like I said, it goes back for so long. So Danielle has stood up for them, like, no matter what. Like, let's go back to that one scene where Kyle is speaking very negatively about Carl's addiction. Carl was not there. Lindsay was not there. The only person that was there that stood up for him was Danielle. Okay, Danielle told Carl, or Kyle, rather, that that was not fair. That's not accurate. Like, you should not be speaking about your friend and your employee that way, whatever it was. So, Danielle still had Carl's back. And that's the beginning of the summer, okay? So, that's that. That's that. So, they've been friends for so long. Trace Amigos, fine. So, like, Danielle and Carl also dated. But, like, I don't even think that that's, like, a huge factor in the equation i think that that was just like a quick thing didn't really matter not that it didn't matter but quick thing like obviously it doesn't matter now now like moving forward but they pretty much all have stood up for each other okay that's why they call each other the face you know the trace amigos that's why everybody knows them as the trace amigos you know so it's just this season just really it really just like took a turn for the worst and i have a flashback again because i'm all about flashbacks whenever they come whenever they come in hot you know 
I'm going to spill them. So I had a flashback where at the beginning of the summer, they, they give you like an intro or um, season premiere. And there's a little part where Danielle, you know, they ask like, what do you have to say about the summer? Like, what do you, you know, da, 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 whatever they ask, whatever question. And she goes like explosive or like um, something like not, not reason, not reasonable, but like, um, on something, uh, unreal, something. She says whatever she says, and it, it, it it's true. Because it, if you watch the whole season and you watch this reunion, it's just what she describes is true. So, the end of the season, and again, if you're a Bravo fan and you've watched all seasons prior to this, you really have seen the love and the respect and the appreciation and the friendship between Danielle and Lindsay specifically. So there's a very heavy scene emotionally in the kitchen. And so pretty Danielle. But anyway, so basically Danielle and Lindsay are going at it. And when I say going at it, like they're having conversation. They're being, they're being mature because I feel like seven, five years prior, they would have been like at each other's throats, pulling each other's hair, throwing shots, like throwing things. But they're having a very mature conversation. So basically... Lindsay feels that Danielle has not been there the entire summer. She's been a really bad friend. She's not been supportive of her and not cheering her and Carl's relationship on. When literally Danielle has been there taking a bullet for seven years for their friendship. And it's not being reciprocated on the other side. And it really has been reflected so harshly. Like, so harshly in this season. And if it wasn't true, then, like, no offense, Lindsay and Carl step up to plate at the reunion and, like, disagree with what was on TV. Because if it wasn't true, then you should have said otherwise at the reunion. And the questions that Danielle were asking, very legit, very, very legit. But Lindsay has this very cold, like, no emotion whatever she's sipping on that day it's through her veins it's got her eyes it's taking over emotions and this nasty person comes out but you know uh, uh, this nasty person comes out as if danielle is this new girl that has just like walked in the house and like just has like eaten Lindsay's sandwich or like has just like drinking like the last glass of rosé like something minuscule has happened the way that this conversation is happening in the kitchen you would think that like the background is like nothing so crazy like whatever so I'm proud of Danielle again for like being mature and holding herself back but if that was me and my best friend was saying that to my face with no emotion behind her face and just basically like I fucked up or whatever it is, I probably would have launched myself over that counter and security or producers, whoever's watching, whoever's holding people back, they would have had to hold me back because I'm telling you, if my best friend was coming out like that, absolutely not. Absolutely not. We are no longer friends. Uh, Nope. Nope. I, I stand for Danielle. So as this happens, you know, they have their final words. 
Danielle's, uh, according to last season, Danielle's not invited to the wedding. So Danielle's, okay, like, whatever. Like, good luck with your happy on ever. So she turns the corner and she goes, what the flying fuck? Well, obviously, they have to pause out the F-bomb. But Danielle, if you actually are listening to this, we are the same. I say that. What the flying fuck? Because, like, what the actual flying fuck? Like, what? I feel like saying that type of sentence is just like what are you thinking in your head like and you can't comprehend that what they're thinking or saying is actually rational so it's like what the flying fuck because nothing's rational in this situation at all so right on snaps for you props for you danielle what the flying fuck let's just go walking around saying it but seriously like what is in the manhattan air other than the wildfires, because of what happened prior. But what is in the Manhattan air? What's in that water? What is Lindsay sipping on that she is in this some type of behavior? And on this <clears throat> pedestal, or this high horse pedestal, mm, the things we learn. So a pedestal, or this high horse, wherever she is, what she, uh, who are you? What are you thinking? You know, I've watched Lindsay through a lot of the seasons, a lot of the seasons. And I'm going to say her season with her ex-roommate and probably the season with COVID where she was dating Savvy, whatever, you know, wouldn't make her a sandwich. Those were probably really activated uh, seasons for her. And, you know, it says a lot. And I'm just surprised that she didn't really she was activated like in a different way almost like a psychotic because even like in her eyes she just looked like something was off so some point Andy then turns to Lindsay and asks her right because it's Andy here asks her if she has any regret for the things that she said or for her behavior in the kitchen right because like you're watching two friends that have been two girls that have been friends for seven plus years. Again, like I think they've been friends for longer, whatever amount of time, but like best friends, like not just like random people that would get lunch every here and then, like they were best, best friends to watch that as a Bravo fan and people that have supported their friendship and them as people. Heartbreaking, absolutely heartbreaking. So of course, Andy asks, you know, Lindsay, how'd you feel? Do you regret that, this, that, and the third? Lindsay says, no. No regrets, nothing. Like, you feel 100% okay, rational about those things that you said to your best friend that you call best friend in that kitchen where there's cameras around and roommates listening because you know it's not, you know, listen, if I'm a roommate in that house, I'm popping my hearings in and I'm, I'm, I'm going to listen. Give me a lover boy, crack on the lover boy, we're listening because like that's not okay. So for Lindsay to just respond to that as if, again, like Danielle was some girl that like just ate her sandwich or just took the last shot of tequila or like there's no rosé left and it's Danielle's fault. Like that's that's just like not okay. They've been friends for so long. It's just it's just not okay. What also is like so gut wrenching is the fact that Carl states that he didn't want any of the other girls in the house to know about the engagement for the fear of it getting out. 
and that he had been planning this engagement since June. Okay, so they got engaged, like, what was it, like, wasn't Labor Day weekend, so, like, August, so it must have been, like, maybe a weekend or two before Labor Day, or around that time, so, like, late August, or early September, that's when they got engaged, so you've been playing this for June, so that's, like, the whole summer, the whole summer, and, like, I'm pretty sure things in June were fine between Lindsay and Danielle, and if you knew that you were getting engaged to Lindsay, maybe you should have sat down with Danielle and been, like, listen, like, our Teresa Magos is gonna shift, like, I feel like there should have been a conversation because, like, you, again, like, you've been friends for so long. You guys are in a certain age where, like, you can have conversations like that and it shouldn't have to get heated or friendships shouldn't have to break because of it. Like, you're, ha- you know, you're, you're, whatever. Like, you're trying to just tell your your best friends how you feel. So, anyway, so, you don't want to tell anyone the girls in the house. Mind you. Mind you. Lindsay's family they live in Florida. They don't live in New York. So Carl Halter, ring, 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 not on the landline, because I don't think people use landlines anymore, but they had to, he had a text. He had to use his phone to be like, hey, by the way, like I'm proposing Lindsay three days. You probably should want to fly out like this on the third, like, but didn't tell Danielle. Chase Amigo. No matter what, like I, it brings me back to like, flashbacks of like when Stassi and Bo got engaged in Vanderpump Rules and the reason why they met was because of Kristen but at that time Kristen and Stassi were not speaking for whatever reasons it wasn't Jack's reasons there's something else that had happened but oh Carter issues so whatever you guys want to really go down the rabbit we're not going down the rabbit hole so just watch random pump rules but like whatever so it just reminds me of that and Kristen was not involved in a monument in a very monumental is that it memorable precious moment if you will in, in her best friend's life so I feel like that that's like the same thing that's happening now mind you different situation whatever so it's just mind-blowing that Carl called her another girl in the house like had Lindsay's family fly up, like, do all these things, like, that would have been a perfect time to be like, hey, like, I know that you and Lindsay are not on good feet terms, on good terms right now, but, like, this is what's happening, and I would love it if you would support us. Like, I feel like they're, I just feel like the whole situation could have been avoided in a different mindset, but I also feel like when you're so upset and angry and you feel a certain way from both ends like you almost like don't want to acknowledge that so this episode's long man I, 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 I apologize so um something right something is not right um at one point you know they have little uh little skippets or little snippets of um the fact that Danielle decides to like kind of go off at the engagement party also, like, she found out a half an hour before. Again, a half an hour. Half an hour. Like, that's not enough time to, like, gather your feelings, your thoughts, like, after what was going on for the last couple months. No, no. So, of course, Andy asked Danielle if there's anything that you would change about happening that, you know, was happening at the engagement party. And she goes, her response is classic. And I would have never thought that this would have happened but she goes well Andy it would have changed my outfit I would have changed the amount of alcohol that I drank 
and I probably would have talked to three less people. The fact that she said her outfit, that's not Danielle. That's not Danielle. But anyway, in my opinion, I think a gat like this could have been squashed way longer had a conversation taken place between the three of them and been like, listen, like, this is how we feel. Like, Lindsay and Carl, this is how we feel. But, like, our friendship's going to change, but it's going to change in a different way, not in a bad way. And I feel like that, 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 that this could have been avoided in so many levels for my cost, but we would have also never had this explosive kitchen, infamous kitchen scene happen. So, I guess everything happens for a reason. Um, it does seem that Danielle and Carl Lindsay, they, they seem hopeful. They do seem hopeful in moving forward and creating a new friendship. So I have high hopes for their new friendship. I want to see it evolve into something new, positive, and I really hope that they really can get past this, this you know, last summer or this season. But of course, oh, I forgot to mention this little, little tidbit. Um, if you look around on the reunion, it's the background of the summer house, like out of the, what, uh, any other backyards, but it's all themed of like Kyle's birthdays. So there's like a cow, like a cowboy theme for this past season because it c- turns 40, 40, 4, 4, 0. That's what I'm saying. He's got to get faced out too. But anyway, so it's got a cowboy, cowboy theme. So of course, at at the end of every reunion, no matter what it is, if it's Housewives or Vanderpump or Summer House, Winter House. I don't think they have Winter House reunions, but whatever it is, whatever you, reunions Bravo has, there's always a shot taken. People that are sober, it's a shot of water, which is nice, but because they're, they're still included, right? But this particular shot had a shot of tequila from a little, like, cowboy boot, like a cowboy boot shot glass, and it had a little cowboy hat and then a lime on it. And I thought that was pretty freaking cute. But if you watched Kyle's 40th birthday episode, it was a cowboy theme. So you'll see all of that, which is the same episode of the infamous kitchen scene. Get it. You'll watch it. A lot happens in that episode. Anyway, I think that Bravo's probably going to film the season eight Summer House in the next couple of weeks. That's what I'm thinking. That's what I'm thinking. I really hope that they freshen it up. If not, start phasing people out. Start bringing it. We gotta, we gotta rethink contracts. Let's start phasing people out. I'm getting tired of it, and I'm getting old. So like, I need to see not Generation Z's, but like something fresh, a little fresh. You know, with some little, just get little, like something that we can like get more tuned in. Because again, like it's just people are getting older. Like I don't really want to see them like you know, filling out tax papers or, like, not wanting to go out because if they had a really long week at work, like, no, 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 we need the youngins in, get those youngins in, fresh meat, fresh meat, that's what we need, okay, anyway, um, as for us, my fellow tea sparrows, this episode has finally come to an end, I appreciate you all listening to the Summer House Season 7 recap and reunion, um, I love you all and make sure that you follow me on Instagram if you're if you don't already and make sure that you tune into the next episode of Spilling the Tea with Sprina where we will be diving into the Vanderpump Rules, Scandal, all that shit because that's that's a lot to handle and that, that that's gonna be a lot so 
I will see you guys on the next episode of Spill My Tea with Sabrina. Bye, guys.